Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. It's 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys, the podcast with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Tap in. All right. So I wanted to ask you, yeah, yeah. What's one of your mental wealth codes, man, that that you that that you that's that you utilize to combat stress, anxiety, and depression? How do you stay in mental wealth? Because that's mental poverty. Then you'll be 
Right. And you know, um, a lot of people suffer from uh, cognitive fatigue, you know, to where they're not at that, that state that they know they could be. And that's probably more of the f most frustrating thing is like, it's like once you have brain fog and you can't do anything about it, you don't have access to that higher stuff. Like you want to be able to articulate yourself. You want to be able to think fast. You want your mental acuity boosted so that you can perform these tasks so that you can even be around people and feel like yourself. And what this end up doing is it causes anxiety. Anxiety has a whole nother set of symptoms. You know what I mean? You get to overthinking. Your mind can't prioritize different thoughts over the other. Everything is just on top of each other. And what this end up doing is the brain fog causes anxiety. So people start to get brain fog anxiety. And so it becomes like a feedback loop. Each one, you know what I mean, re-entering these states. And so there's many people who self-medicate and they try to figure out, okay, how do I get past this thing? And what we end up doing is we treat symptoms of it instead of treating the root cause of it. You understand me? So, you know, we, we, we meditate sometimes. Meditation, we talk about meditation more than we actually do it in most people's lives. And I'm guilty of it as well. And so meditation definitely is one of those things that we should focus on. But also the foods that we eat and the amount of sleep that we get and the amount of water we drink and the way that we breathe. What are some of your things, or have you suffered from any cognitive fatigue at any point in time, and what have you done to get over that? Oh, absolutely. I did also want to reiterate, um, you shared a success tip of your own, and it reminded me of a vital success tip that I was implemented at one point, but I have re-implemented it, and this works wonders. And we mm -hmm. have to share this. When you ride, before you touch anything, have to be affirmative about your, your mental stasis. So I do the visualization techniques where everything is smiling, right? I visualize my crown all the way down to toes, going through a state of smiling. You know what I mean? Or, you know, my, my, my lips, my nose. I mean, any and everything that has a surface on it, you have to visualize it, break it into a stasis of smiling. And there's endorphins and things that are released inside of you. Like just with the power of visualization, you are actually stimulating your brain to release these levels of endorphins inside of you. But now, if I'm going on my on my IG with this renewed sense of happiness, I'm not thrown off and thwarted by all of the psyops that I might sludge mm. my mind until I get to the success story that I'm looking for to reaffirm, you know, my my, my mental kind of did you say what? No, cognitive fatigue. My cognitive fatigue. Um, so, there's, yeah, there's been times when that has happened, you know, when I probably didn't have access to gold. You know what I mean? I used to uh, do the upside down headstands where I would rush brain, um, blood to my brain. I was doing push ups upside down. You know what I'm saying? I always, I always seen that that helped because when I came back, you know, you flip back over, you might be a little lightheaded. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that my brain was a little bit sharper. You know, I would either go outside and walk, jogging does wonders for me. Because jogging always helps my mind stimulate and the different ideas yeah. starting almost like then you want to slow down or stop to start writing them down. So so that's the challenge, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, getting a quick jog in, you know, um, 
doing upside down headstands to let the blood rush, rush to the brain, working out, you know. But the most important thing is setting the tone for your day. I'm talking about the second that you get up, if you're not journaling your dreams, then you should be doing visualization technique where you're affirming to yourself that you love yourself, why you love yourself, what do you love about yourself, right? Like, you got to hear yourself saying these things. Mm-hmm. You know, or you think you can go out to the world. You know, I just, um, I had a tweet earlier today. It says that um, you're not ugly, you're just insecure, you know. And, you know, confidence is the true beauty. Self-love is the true beauty. And a lot of people don't even understand that. Like, no, you're not ugly, you're insecure. You know, when we see a confident person, we say, damn, that's beautiful because they have an aura of beauty around them. sense i mean you know confidence definitely makes up for everything to be honest confidence uh, a woman love confident men women don't grade men the same way men grade women women understand that confidence is the the handsomeness is the 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 thing because even in a room a woman will be lonely for a very long time without confident men to go talk to her you understand me because if she's waiting in a room and she's looking at the pretty boy over there but then it's the confident man that's going to talk to her not the one that she's most attracted to initially. And throughout survival, she's going to go with the one that has the confidence of talking to her because that's the engagement that she has to find a mate, a sexual partner. You know, she wants that alpha type confidence around her in the first place. But everybody has, doesn't have that point of confidence. Insecurity is bred and, you know, the way we think about ourselves. And that's why a lot of people don't have mental wealth. We in a state of mental poverty. Because now you insecure. Now it's causing more stress when you go out. You think the people are judging you by them observing you. But really, it's your own feedback loop of insecurity that's causing all these issues in your life. You know, and once you get over those, you allow people to just experience your spirit. 
And that's a particular different type of level of game, right? Because when you allow people to just observe and experience your spirit, they're not experiencing what you think about yourself. You understand me? Oftentimes, especially for um, people that's been oppressed, right? In oppressed circles, we look at people judging us based off our race, our sex, and things of that nature. But ain't nobody really thinking about that. Like, if you're good at something, you're good at it. You understand me? Secondarily, people that want to be racist, the lowest conscious observers, they might judge you off that. But you still get all your accolades and your success in life by not observing yourself in that manner because you don't put that reflection onto others and they don't reflect that back to you. So that's why we teach people to think of themselves as gods and to be God so that you can reflect that and people treat you as you treat yourself. Mm. The fact that if you walk into any room with a high level vibrational frequency, you're going to conjugate the lower form of frequency in that environment. So your presence precedes you. You know, if, if, if you have that level of confidence and you're emanating uh, a particular frequency, your presence precedes you because you show up before you physically show up. You know, and it, they don't teach the science in the West. Because of the uh, medical establishment does not emphasize the different um, bands of bodies that we have. You know what I'm saying? We have subtle bodies that are connected to this physical shell that we belong to. You know what I'm saying? Or the spacesuit that we travel with. So when, when, when a person is, is resonating and a person is getting on that confidence factor, you know, you're going to be able to face conjugate. I face conjugate all the time. I, I go into South Carolina gas stations with Oh, the Confederates? That goes with the uh, the laws of confidence, the laws of superior confidence, I mean. It's a difference between having confident and superior confidence. Anytime something is superior, the inferior version must submit to it. So when you walk around and you confident, all those who have inferior confidence submit to your confidence. You understand me? And so does everything around you. So if you walk in just with a certain tonality of vibration of confidence, you instill that into the next person. They reflect back that to you, the affirmative. You understand me? Your entire world can be on their basis. That's why con men are so good, right? Because they're vibrating. They're, they're putting in the signal in you that they want back from you. You understand me? Before you have even time to think. So it's important that, you know, when we talk about um, laws of attraction and all of this stuff, you got to understand a law of confidence and how it works, a law of superior confidence when you're walking around your head up like, nah, I'm a, I'm a whole God. Whether I'm walking through a hood in South Central, Watson, you know what I mean? I'm walking through a corporate office. I'm walking into a building of conscious individuals. I'm walking into a lobby of beautiful women. The confidence, the superior confidence has to be the same because they go see that resonating off you and everything bends to your will. So a lot of people don't have that superior confidence. And as much as the quote-unquote conscious community gets a lot of knocks, um, what I will say that's positive about it is it, it contains a good amount of individuals 
who have mastered the level of confidence because they have grasped a level of knowledge. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when you have that cloak and that coat and that cloth of knowledge on, it don't, you know, you're going to go around certain places, you know, and you're going to exude that confidence and it's not, you know, going to open doors. I, I, I observed you in numerous settings and occasions and, you know, when people observe it or when they feel it, when they witness it, when they bear witness to it, then they want to know what it's about because everybody don't have that. So they be like, you know, who, who's he and then what is he doing? Where is he? What is he into? Oh, you know, and then when you're dealing with sales, you know what I'm saying, as we both deal with sales, you really see if that works. Like you said, so that's why the content things that I think today might be more successful in sales because you get into an environment and you lock that room down, get able to confidently engage everyone in that environment. You know what I'm saying? People want to learn that. People who are engaged in it, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's magnetic. So, mm. we're, we're it's not only for people to be in their personal space to, uh, you know, up their confidence, but especially if you want to be in sales, and especially if you want to be in sales and you want to cut through the algorithm because you're selling something that people are not familiar with. You know what I mean? So the goal, I don't think that we would be able to successfully market and sell it if we weren't, if we weren't exuding a level of confidence about what we know about this product. You know what I'm saying? What we know about the fact that we have the knowledge base about the history of gold. You know what I'm saying? Right. Increases the confidence of which we are selling and marketing it and also the fact that we this is not snake oil you know what i'm saying right and your in your the more that's that's a beautiful thing because you know when you lower somebody's intelligence level and you make a society dumb and you make them a fool what you essentially does is you make them a slave right knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave so the knowledge is making men and women masters of themselves and of the universe because they utilize the knowledge that they have to cultivate and create the universe around them. So you walk into a room of different cosmic beings creating their own universe based off the knowledge they have. You know what I mean? And what's inside them. But see, a fool's universe is dictated by other masters because he don't have enough to create his own universe. So that's why there's not a lot of people walking around as their own planets, as their own universe. And so they don't have nothing circling them. But when you have something and you have knowledge circling them, it's vibrated outward through your whole being. And we receive that information like, damn, what's going on in his universe? What's going on in her universe? You can tell they got some stuff going on in there. And the only way you go get it is if you enter that universe and you ask. See, when you an answer, people got to ask you questions. You understand me? So the goal is to become an answer so people can always ask you questions. So if you see the goal... You say, brother, oh, why he drinking gold and he intelligent and he has a level of success? He must have an answer. So you put people on a quest just by even presenting yourself in a confident manner as a master with knowledge and actually having real knowledge, not bullshit. Let me qualify that, you know, because people often attribute confidence, you know what I'm saying, with money or levels of different attainment. Mm. And because I've been in both circles, so get the point. When I was working with Mike Tyson, right? Mike would have parties at his house in Connecticut, the, the, the old house that people ended up buying. And all of the people in the industry that you can think of at one point will come through those halls. You know, they come 
Right. So a person has confidence to work outside of that setting because they're worth a million dollars doesn't necessarily work when it come around somebody that's worth three hundred million dollars. Mm. So I out of that confidence go out of the out of the door the window because it was built on something it was fictitious. It was not built on, on knowledge. It wasn't a knowledge base. It was like, okay, I play basketball, I'm the best at this. He's a boxer, he's the best at this. That's the number one rapper. But the only way that they gauge their level of value and importance is based on how much they earn. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they was putting on for. That's the style of the world that they came from. You know what I mean? So it was a false sense of confidence because a dude is bowling out of control and rap. When he get around the billionaires, like the Warren Buffett, he's a church mouse. Right. So they lose their confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because... Because that's what built it up. Against the wrong metrics. Yeah. And when it comes to more knowledge base, when I come into contact with someone who has more knowledge, I'm humble. You feel me? I'm not tucking away my confidence or losing it, but I humble myself at the same time because it's like I gained to learn something, and that's what the process is about. So if I want to build, continue to, to build my confidence and make it super confidence... Then, you know, you have to show um, a, a, a different level of engagement. Yeah, level you know, of so deference and, and respect. But, but the people who are not, you know, who have the false sense of where confidence actually comes from, I've seen that stuff get flustered and shaken up. You know what I mean? It's, it's not real. Hold on, I'm going to show you. This is this is like, hold on, I'm going to do, do, do these so I got these cups right here, man. Let me show you what confidence is like. So I'm going to fill one cup up. This is confidence, right? But when you're around somebody, because your cup is full, you know what I mean? And that's how you do. When you go around, you can pour into other people's cups. But when you're around somebody and your cup is standing up like this, and they have something that they can teach you, and you don't tilt your cup over then you can't gang what they got. You understand me? And a lot of people want to try to stand up, but that, they don't never tilt so that they can gang. And so the goal is to tilt. You know what I mean? That's that bowing in the presence so you can have your cup filled up and be able to receive from that other frequency. You understand me? So for me, I'm always tilting my cup so I can gang what the next person has. That's that black guy protocol like me and my brother Dr. Wesley established when we talked about back in the day. Yeah. I'm your equal. I mean, not necessarily like you could benefit from some mentorship, young man, and, and learn some things because that's that's what knowledge is. You know what I mean? You, you're not hoarding it on so you could build somebody else up and help, you know, create a, a, a confidence superconductor, you know what I mean? Who's able to change the entire environment just by their credit alone. Like, this is the definition of the God body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a God body is going to lift the planets up. Yes, sir. Properly, you know, mathematically. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a dope analogy. Man, that's, we got to continue to literally pour into each other. We we, we 79, 9% water. Our knowledge is trapped in the frequencies of our bodies. 
So, you know, you got to be able to recognize a different vibration than yours so you can absorb that vibration. And then particularly at some point in time, y'all can stand on the side of each other once y'all have what each other have. Now y'all standing erect. And then when you meet somebody else, continue to tilt and pour, tilt and pour. And then we get to take on all of the God frequencies around us. And then that's when we true God body. Otherwise, we limit ourselves to only what we know instead of what others know. You understand me? So um, I want to switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk about um, sleep patterns. Um, and this is something that I, I really want to engage in just this year, man. I think... You know, some of us can sleep our way to success. And I, I mean that not just in the sense that we need to just get oversleep, but we need to sleep at the right times. And it's funny, I just seen a post that your brother posted, Red Pill, um, that The Rock goes to sleep at 10 p.m. And in my podcast, we talked about that with the neuroscientists on how those are the optimum levels because that's when your brain starts to secrete melatonin because of your, your chronotype and how it's attached to the 24-hour period with the circadian rhythm. And... I was just doing a little research about um, chronotypes and human behavior and how humans are normally uh, diurnal creatures, meaning that we operate during daylight hours like plants. You understand me? Now, if you study a plant, a plant goes to sleep at night and it comes alive during the day because it's operating from the information from the sun, photosynthesis. Human beings usually have that same operation as well. So that's why when we get information from the sun and we align, then we go into our, um, our what is called um, endogenously behavior, where you're operating like the clock and your human activity rest patterns are controlled by the biological clock. But a lot of us are so out of sync and out of tune. So unless you are getting natural sunlight, then you can't sink back into it because you have in your, in your eye the super chiasmatic. That's what is being influenced when you're taking in information it's telling your brain to sink in and align with that 24-hour pattern. You understand me? But artificial light throws us off at the 10 p.m. We're not supposed to be receiving artificial light because it's throwing off the body's information. It's like, damn, should I be secreting melatonin or not? I don't know. But when the sun is naturally going down, then it's saying, yes, this is the time to perform this task and this task and this task. And your body naturally is in that God-body rhythm that you're in nature's time instead of man's time. So you jump out of nature's time and you get in, back into, I mean, jump out of man's time, you get back into nature's time. So it's not about you being the best worker. It's about you being the best human being. You understand me? And these are two different things. So do you get enough sleep, my good brother? Are you sleeping enough over there, brother? How your mental wealth going on?
So yeah, I've been up, you know what I'm saying, for some awkward hours of you. And I'm also a stickler of telling people to get the optimum amount of sleep. You know, don't follow everybody's success patterns is not the same. So the people that are telling you you only need four hours, two hours of sleep, I don't think that's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I don't that's for everybody and I think that there's something that they're not telling you that goes along with that. You know, like what are they what are they utilizing to assist, you know, them going down and strong without actually resetting and recharging themselves. Yeah, and, and I think that's more so, I mean, people find success in all sort of different ways. I would say the baseline for human behavior is following that circadian rhythm of going to sleep early, right? But we we different people all across the board. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so irresponsible to say because it works for me, I want to teach it to everybody else because that could be you being in tune with your body. The baseline is following that circadian rhythm. But then if you find that your genes have adapted differently or whatever it may be for you to optimally perform, then you should, you know what I mean, figure that out about yourself. But I think we should be taught the baseline of the circadian. And then once if you find that being out of rhythm and you're more nocturnal, you understand me, then okay, then do that. You understand me? But as human beings, a lot of us, come on now, uh, I forgot what the doctor you sent me, talk about how stress, anxiety, depression, and suicide has increased incrementally over the last decades and that's for a reason because we're completely out of it and you understand the um the 1260 frequency uh by um what's what's the good brother name jose arguales and he talks about you know the art of time and how we're completely out of our clock and our rhythm as human beings like black people ain't we're not used to the clock in a clock out system that's why being an entrepreneur can be so much more healthier for you because you no longer clocking in or clocking out it's like during the times of 10 to 2 or your, where your mind is optimally performing. You at peak performance. That's the real four-hour work week right there. It's getting that work done between those 10 and 2 because that's when your brain is really tapped in. But we're not taught to do that. So if you're going to work a little earlier, you're trying to do things that are out of the motion of your thinking. So it's a little harder. You're fighting against yourself. And this causes anxiety and it starts to wear and tear on you over time. And now you're having all of these effects. So our our goal is to get people back into um, understanding themselves and get back into harmony. You understand me? Because we got a lot of mental health issues, but ain't nobody breaking it down and with the food. You know what I mean? Our behavior, artificial lights, our environments. We're not going into real mental wealth codes.
Coast timeline, the East Coast timeline, about how the sun hit this planet differently. Right. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, lately, I don't know, it'd be different. I'd be wanting to go to sleep earlier. Like, literally, I feel like my body is much more in tune. I mean, you know, we if you come to my spot, we have these big windows. So we getting all natural sunlight all day. So that's all we're tuned with because I, I think I'm just operating with these natural sunlight hours. By 10, I'll be ready to <laughs> doze off and go to sleep. You know what I mean? But when I wake up now, I wake up so much more earlier and I'm so refreshed and I'm ready to go. And I take my gold, I take my crowns oil, and then I'm tapped in for the day. Yeah, you know I mean, but I remember when I was working and it wasn't like that. Yeah, you know I mean, like I sometimes be all kind of different hours, but when I wake up, I would be so foggy in the brain. I needed my coffee, I needed my caffeine. I wanted to get to my intelligent self. Yeah, you know I mean, like the way I feel right now, I feel like I got access to all my thoughts that I can go tap into any information, any storehouse of memory I want to, and I can utilize it in whatever capacity that I need. But there was a time where it's like, bro, I know it's in there, but why can't I think of it? I can't think of it. You know what I mean? And so those that that like the lions may have the nerve growth factor. Yeah, you know I mean, to where it promotes neuroplasticity and regenesis within the brain, and I need that constantly learning. Like so. Let's talk. Let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about um, inflammation. And I, this is something that I was going over a little earlier, and I want to keep going over it because I need this to stick with people. Um, there's there's neuroinflammation. So you know, inflammation is of course the body's response system to attack an injury. You understand me? And the, when the immune system is activated, your white blood cells go to attack germs and things of that nature that that starts to get in your body. But when you eat the wrong food, it creates that same response system. The only difference is your, um, your, the white bloods go attack healthy things because it doesn't have anything there. So I liken this to the, uh, I, I keep using the analogy as if you call the homeboys up, right? You, you call all your gangster partners up. They wild, they rowdy. But here you had a situation, like some niggas outside your house. You call them up like, bro, we got a problem. They respond. They pull up. They shooting at the ops. You know what I mean? Now, if you call them up and then it ain't nobody there, though, you know what I mean? You just accidentally called them. The homies pull up. Now, they inside your, in front of your front yard like, bro, what's the problem? So now they shooting, causing a problem, you know what I mean? Shooting up healthy spots and locations. That's what happens when your body inflammatory immune system is respond. You over here butt-dialing your white blood cells, and they respond and shooting stuff up for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's causing chronic illnesses. You understand me? It's causing um, it, it causes the itises. Like, so you talked about the itis because you can eat a certain food, and certain parts of your body can actually have a response to it, right? So certain parts of your body can be allergic to certain foods, and you're not even realizing it. So, um, if you eat foods that have chemicals in it, that chemical response can create inflammation, and now your healthy your your body is literally attacking itself. So, as my good sister said, bronchitis is one of them. So, when you eat certain food, glucose, all of the other things involved, it causes the itises. Now, we know we got itises from slavery time, just eating the ends of the food that they was giving us. And we cooked it up into soul food, but it really was death food. We, we, we branded it really greatly. But so, when you eat this soul food, it gives you the itis and makes you sleepy. Why? Because your body is goddamn dying. It's, it's trying to it's trying to cure you of all of this overeating and the foods that you just threw in there. So the itises are what? Gingivitis, arthritis, 
all of the all of the diseases that end with itis are caused by inflammation. So when you get the itis, it's a celebration of your body being attacked and creating disease in your body. And we thought that that was a good thing, not realizing that the food that we eat is supposed to energize us afterwards, not make our body feel like we need to die and go to sleep because it's responding to to us being attacked. Right. Inflammatory foods. Yes, inflammatory foods. Yes, sir. You know, I don't meet people who have products that work, you know, and, and, and do the things that they say that they're going to do consistently. And I say that to say this because the medical establishment doesn't even have medication for um, chronic inflammation. They don't. They don't even have medication. I mean, they've experimented on everything else, but they don't even have the gumption and the gall to say, look. You know, we'll just throw a label on something and throw it out and say we got a cure for something. They ain't haven't even attempted. They, they don't want to. to. Because the symptoms are so profitable. The symptoms of inflammation are because inflammation causes mucus. You know what I mean? And then when that mucus build up, then that's what traps the germs and that's what starts to cause disease. So they don't want to start, they don't want to cure the inflammation because then they start to cure the disease. So when you go to your doctor and you tell him that you have bronchitis or you have colitis or uh, conjuvitis or dermatitis, they're not going to ask you what you've been eating. <laughs> no, they don't want to cure it. They want to treat it because in the treatment is how they get paid because the medical establishment is a business and it's, it's reactive and not preventive. Right. I'm saying so. The person administering you the drugs can't tell you that the food is responsible for it because they work for the same building. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So, yeah. We we don't we don't. No, I was just gonna say we don't cut out industries that give us cancer. We let them donate to causes that are against cancer. Yeah. I, I keep seeing people with the fuck cancer shirts, but we keep eating cancer. You know what I mean? Cancer is a food product. That's what it is. Cancer is our air quality that we're constantly getting. Like, So in the hoods of America, and I was reading a war report by Dr. Wesley, he talked about the PM rate and the air quality. And we know that the air quality in ghettos is worse than air quality in suburban areas. So the particle matter is much worse. So your body is being attacked by the air, which causes that inflammatory response as well. You understand me? To where you can have mucus build up in the membrane of your bronchial tubes and you can get bronchitis and whatever other different things. So it's that we constantly being attacked all over through our food, through our music. The music, of course, is at that 444 hertz, is at that death frequency. So now it's causing another inflammatory response. You understand me? And that's where disease lives. So we get disease from our food, our air, our entertainment <laughs> that causes the anxiety, raises the cortisol levels. That chemical imbalance causes neuroinflammation. So it's like the technology, the 5G, which is the reason I put in the, 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 the crowns with the Zorbs in there to block the 5G. It's like everything is designed to kill you. 
So it's like the gods, of course, even the ignorance of the, the knowledge that the, we taught in schools is to put you on the workhorse so that you have a lifestyle that's killing you, making you it live shorter. So now you got the gods coming out of nowhere. And I was talking to Spectacular about this on my podcast on how the education system created a business for the leaders of today. Because everything that they didn't teach you, we now have the business of teaching you and filling in those gaps. You understand me? All of the ignorant generations that they've created are customers for the influencers today. Because we're the new teachers. We're teaching you more than your teachers have ever taught you. These are life skill, life mental wealth codes that you can utilize to go and be successful so you can optimize your body, your brain, your gut, your health, every single thing. You understand me? We barely remember our teachers throughout life because we're not using that information that they gave us right now to be successful. Absolutely. children today i tell i tell people look if if you don't if you if you find your child asking you less questions it's because they're not going for you to the answers they're going to their their other parent their stepdad google you understand me they stepmom youtube you understand know about they cousin instagram you know what i mean <laughs> they 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 mentor snapchat they they they're not going to waste time thinking that you are the oracle of all the information because they have we they live in the age of information and we had the opportunity or the uh, unfortunate opportunity for a lot of us sometimes is that we thought our parents knew everything and their ignorance became our knowledge and we believed that what they knew was true until we got older and we like damn I asked mom that and she answered it but she only answered it with her limitations she didn't really know what the answer was and we shouldn't have went to them in the first place and instead of them saying I don't know because your parents wanted to be seen as the all-knowing in your eyes they gave you an answer based on their limited knowledge or their ignorance so a lot of us don't even know we got to go deprogram a lot of the things that 
we thought were true and we don't even realize we're still operating off that ignorance. You know what I mean? So these children of today don't have that limitation. They can just, and they got a question. Let me Google this real quick. Let me YouTube this real quick. Absolutely. I'm thinking of this right now because the way we eat food dictates the way we get our other food, right? So I got right now what you call conscious junk food, right? So if, if you eat food and you don't really care if it's healthy, hey, you just want it to fill you up, you know what I mean? And, and it did its job. It causes itis, whatever it is. That's the same thing you can, that's the same way people consume content. You understand me? They can even if it's conscious or sometimes they just consuming it the same way a vegan and eat vegan junk food, they can seem conscious entertainment. You know what I mean? And it's just enough to fill them up. They don't really care if it's good for them or not. You know what I mean? So you will be consuming things, and that's why I was telling people earlier, it's like they was asking the question about fourth phase of water. It's like I can go into that if you want me to. But it's going to fill you up, but is it going to be good for your current condition, situation in life that you can utilize that's applicable for you to produce change in your life when you have all of these root of causes of issues in your life 
and you want to just get some conscious junk food that's going to fill you up. That's not what you need to be consuming right now. But our habits of what we eat in our bodies become the habits of how we consume all the other food in our lives. That's why, you know, we, we go to environments that um that uh, distract us from our real problems, the social rhythms, our zeitgebergs. We just want to be consumed. Otherwise, you're going to get, get decision fatigue anyway. You know, we only have so much psyche energy throughout the day. Throughout every day, we have so much psyche energy for good decision making. You know what I mean? And every time you consume something, it's thinking for you. You're not thinking. Thinking is a deliberate act that's different. But when you're consuming content, if it's not good content and better for informing your better decision-making mind and you're consuming things that's distracting so by the time you try to make a decision it's burnt out all of your psyche energy and now the content that you consume you can't even utilize that information to produce a decision that's good for your day or good for your life so when you're consuming fear and it's stressing you out by the time you want to make a decision to try to think what to do you can't even focus anymore you didn't burnt all of your psyche energy for the day which is like a finite battery and now it's like your phone at 10 percent and now you want to get on here and go live no your phone about to die <laughs> so it's the same thing with your brain you have to utilize if you only have 100 percent battery per day 
then you need to utilize that battery to do all the most important things because once it's out, you ain't going to be able to get it back. You got to wait till you recharge, which is a whole nother day. You understand me? Back in the rising and you going with that sun's clock. So, like, that's what people don't understand is that we literally, our batteries form with the sun. And when that goes up, we go up and go down, we go down. And you got to operate within those peak hours, not distract yourself within those peak hours. Because you distracted yourself, now you're out of peak hours and you're trying to focus. And it's like, nope, that ain't even what time it is. me sun gazing right there brother at those peak hours um because uh, on the episode i'm gonna be dropping this episode so i can stop talking about it y'all can watch it but uh with the neuroscientists we talked about sun gazing and how it turns that lead into brain i mean the the the, the light turns the the lead in the brain uh to some positive or whatever but yeah um we were talking about how even the NASA employees sun gaze. You know what I mean? 
so that they can be at optimum performance. And um, that's very important. But yesterday when I was doing it, man, it just felt so good. When you like, you have to understand, we get all our information from light. You know what I mean? And like the codes that the sun have in it that gives us. Now, take it, take this journey with me, people, as you think about when we perceive light, it's an electrical signal that goes into the back of our brain. It's information. You understand me? So when we getting the direct light from the sun, the information that we fed, you understand me, is going directly to that pineal gland. That that information, that spectrum of light that we receive is enlightenment. That's exactly what it is. Now, I know that they've changed the standard of the rainbow into a homosexual standard, but the reality of the rainbow represents enlightenment. That's what it represents, the full spectrum of thinking. You understand me? So we got to tap in as light beings and we got to receive light. We got to eat light. All, that's all. That's the reason we eat food is for the light in it. You hear what I'm talking about? It got light that's encoded in it from the sun that goes through that process, uh, chlorophyll or whatever it is. And then you ingest that and then we utilize that information to make new cells within our body. Yes. And somebody asked, what is the best hours the sun gaze? When the sun gaze, when the sun just comes up, when the sun is red, breaks the horizon you want to lock in the sun gazing um different people teach different techniques you know i utilize the technique where i'm gazing out of one eye you know preferably my left eye first and i switch to my right eye and then eventually i do with both eyes now morning or rising sun, um, sun gazing is about eating and absorbing information because you can eat through your eyes the light is food I kid you not, there's been days when I'm sun gazed when I, I just I didn't have an appetite after that. I was full. And you can also sun gaze when the sun is going down. And this is when you're releasing, you're, 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 you're excreting, you know, unwanted or unnecessary energy for the day. Things that you don't want to bring with you into your next cycle. That's when you let go of things. Right. You do that with the yeah, so, you know. Get into that family. Um, you owe it to yourself. Release, quote unquote, attempt it out. All right, you know we hit that hour mark, so we're going to bring Blue in and end this live off on time. Shannon Can, look what just came in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? When we dropping them keys, it get like that sometimes. Saying um, metaphorically, right? 
know? Right. Man, I, I think that might be for the ladies. That might be for the ladies. Okay. I think that get them in tune with they womb when they when they tapped into the moon. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, but see, I'm not when you that I'm on that star. You know what I'm talking about when you a star. You know what I mean? You stared at the stars. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, and the sun is a star, so we stargazing by moon gazing. It's just that this star is closer than the other stars because the mother stars that's old light. That information can't really do much for you. You know what I mean? But that sunlight with that ultraviolet radiation that we tapped in. Now, the ladies look at the ladies said they love moon gazing. That's why it's so in the romantic movies, what they be doing. They at the top of the hill and they moon gazing. That's that feminine energy. That masculine energy hits your ass with that sun that give you life. You know what I'm talking about? So, I ain't saying you can't do both, but make sure you have a lady next to you when you moon gazing. Or you can just look at the black woman, same thing as moon gazing. I'm just saying, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? She that feminine energy embodiment. You know what I'm talking about? I hear moon gazing. That's why back in the day, if a lady showed her ass, what they call it? Mooning. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm just saying. We breaking it all the way down today. <laughs> And the pull that it has on your your mood and uh, the chemicals within your body, like the moonlight, definitely has a still has a gravitational pull. It's a different light, like you say, luminescent. You know, the on the calendar we have thirteen moons, and a woman's cycle goes with those thirteen moons. You know what I mean? The closer that moon is to us, that full moon pulls on the waters in our body, raising us up and raising those chemicals up within our body as well. So that's why we pay attention to the cycles of the moon because it has pull on our physical bodies. And that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's, it can have us emotionally unstable. That's why you have to pay attention. You might be more aggressive during the full moon. But that's where they got that whole wolf, werewolf shit from in the first place. You understand me? Thanks. 
It could be from them beaming you or something, or it could just be from that person having a negative disposition about themselves based on the putrefication of the food in their stomach, you know, or based on the substance that they on. You feel me? So there's a science to everything, you know what I mean? And there's explanations for everything. We're not making excuses. We just explained it to you. Look, this is the knowledge. This is the science. Right. You feel me? That's why we used to go by a lunar calendar. That's the look. This see, you understand, man. This is what y'all need to know. The white man made the sun. He ain't, he wasn't messing with the woman with the lunar. You know what I'm talking about? See, the black man in Ethiopia. You know, no, I'm saying he made the sun calendar. I'm saying, well, that just regarded the sun calendar. You know what I'm talking about? But we was like, no, nah, let's put up 13 moons because it revolves around the woman. We want to know where her cycle is going. We 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 focus on the woman. You know what I'm talking about? We had the sun and the moon. But his was like, nah, let's just focus on the sun. You know what I'm talking about? Because he he's a uh, uh, homo autonomous. You know what I'm talking about? He focuses on himself. So we got to get back into um, the lunar and understand the pull on the ties that it has. So therefore, as a brother said, yes, of course, we have masculine and feminine energies. You know what I mean? And so being able to understand those energies partly is being able to understand that lunar pull that it has on you. What do you say is the instances where men and are in tune with their feminine energy? Was when they know how to express themselves. Um, there's many different instances. Um, one would say that uh, I think we, for one, we naturally in tune with our feminine energy and masculine energy. We're thrown off of the attunement and thrown into more of one or the other a lot of times. And that can happen with imbalanced environments, uh, imbalanced parental figures, either only having a mother or only having a father. So we're naturally in tune with our masculine and feminine side because that's just who we are. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but when it comes to society, when a man is overly emotional and doesn't have a logical disposition to be able to rationalize his thought process... Then that's when he's more in his feminine. When a man can be expressive but also logical at the same time, he's in tune with his emotions. He doesn't disregard them for his ego. And that's when he more so has that balance of that higher mind, that masculine and feminine. You understand me? Um, so it, it is not just thinking about self, thinking about others, higher levels of empathy. Uh, a man that can be a ruler, but rule also in the sense to where he understands how other people feel. You lead in a sense to where you know how to follow. A man that's a listener. A man like, if I dare say, 19 Keys, who wears a crown. You understand me? With the sun, moon, and star on it. That's a representation of his masculine and feminine energies. I'm just saying. Uh, my brother, Blue Pill, what, do you, what, what would you say is uh, a representation of a man that is in tune with his masculine and feminine energies?
explanation of it. Yeah, yeah. Some brother said, what is the most important key in maintaining your masculinity when most black men are more dominant and try to be alpha? Um, alphas try to be alpha. Most black men are not dominant, to be honest. There's a large society of black men who are very feminine today, especially who not tapped into their masculine energies. And a lot of people don't know when they really not masculine. You know what I mean? I think there's a confusion on what masculinity is. It's not an attitude and things of that nature. You understand me? It's tapping into that power and force that you have as a man. Because as a man, a man naturally wants power. And a man naturally should go get power. Oh, he said most black women. Sheesh. He, he said, I meant to say black women. Wait a minute now. <laughs> he said, he done, he done flipped the whole 360 on me. I was about to say, most black men today, unfortunately, are masculine. But here's the thing I want you to understand about masculine and feminine. Because, of course, we have both. everybody always say, well, we got both energies in it. Of course. Otherwise, we all be sociopaths or psychopaths. We wouldn't have the ability to empathize and feel what other people feel. The thing about this is, is that a man is the masculine embodiment of masculine energy. And a woman is the feminine embodiment of feminine energy. So, yes, we have both of them in us, but we're supposed to be wholly masculine entities. You understand me? So you, you, you understand and interpret that in a different way because today men are very feminine. Procrastination is a form of feminine, right? And now feminine doesn't just refer to the woman, you understand me? And that's what people misgrade it because they look at it as a weakened state, but it's not. The feminine side is equally powerful. It is our emotional charge that we have that we must align our thoughts and our emotions together in order to be true with ourselves in the first place. So you can't know yourself unless you align with your thoughts and emotions. That's masculine and feminine. Your thoughts, your logical, and your feminine, your emotions. Once you align those together, then they balance, and it increases your factor of being able to produce your power. The evidence of that, evidence of the imbalance of masculine feminine, um, masculine energy in this particular environment and hyperviolence, right? Because the masculine attribute is diplomacy. You know what I'm saying? Women are inclined for quote unquote warfare. Men are inclined for diplomacy. That's a masculine aspect. Mm -hmm. Our community doesn't necessarily foster diplomacy. Can't think of too many examples that you have seen where men are being diplomatic towards one another. You know what I'm saying? In my environment, I grew up in a, a hyper-violent environment in my society. And when I was able to sit back and think about those men, they were, um, they were, that was a feminized um, environment because of whatever imbalance that was in their particular upbringing. And these men that they identified as alpha, when they got into a penitentiary situation, these were the same men who came out in that environment. You understand? So it's, it's, it's a very weird dynamic, but that's how I can identify something is kind of off. Yeah. And anything, you know, take the conscious community, for example, you know, the, the heavy emphasis on consciousness, consciousness is also male energy. You know what I'm saying? Subconscious, that's a, that's a feminine aspect, you know. And that, when we're talking about this is energy, it's not necessarily gender-based. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you can explain that different because you touch on the ones and the nine. Yeah. And how that works. I mean, you know, the gender of the mind, when in dealing with the gender of the mind, and 
the mind is talking about that mental energy and, and most people don't understand what the mind did so when you break it down they connect it to oh mind gender man female all of these other different categories and you really have to deal with these things separately and how they connect and create the next thing so when you're dealing with the mind you're dealing with that mental consciousness you're dealing with that mental energy but there are dimensions to the mind the subconscious dimension is a different dimension than the conscious dimension which produces motion produces uh, uh, um, your focus you understand me and your mathematical reasoning output but the input comes in from the subconscious area that controls all of those things that get filtered out so when you have an emotion your emotions are filtered through your logic and your rationality that produces your motion your actual motion the, the things that you do within life so are you are overtly emotional then it will produce emotional reactions and actions but see, if I have an emotional thought that gets me angry, then I'm supposed to have concentration, observation, and dis and, and, and diplomacy within myself to say that, no, nah, yes, we angry. I see how we feel. But let me rationalize to get the best outcome on this. You understand me? That's an internal war that happens during the time that you get emotional in the first place. That's why in volatile environments, in the hood, in the streets, you get angry and you're overcome by your anger. And you have a feminine action. You understand me? I want to go shoot, bro, because he made me mad. He made me feel a certain way. We don't do it for logical reasons. We do it. We kill each other for feminine reasons. So that's the issue that we currently have. Is that it's, it's, it's anti-black guy protocol. You know what I'm talking about? And we have to more so get back into a logical disposition to be like, nah, yeah, that made me feel a certain way, but that ain't hurt me. It didn't physically touch me. You understand me? That's masculine is, is inquiring that that diplomacy within self. So a lot of people are imbalanced. They have it switched. So in the nine, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan during the Million Man March first opened it up in 1995, he said, when you got that one next to the nine, that represents a secret being revealed. But he said that nine represents that womb. That nine is feminine. But let's break down feminine. Feminine, nine, right? Feminine ends in nine. You understand me? So your feminine has to be aligned with your masculine. You know what I'm talking about? But see, in the word feminine, it has men in it as well. It's feminine. You understand me? See, when you break these things down, Brother Blue, because <laughs> you gave me that ooh look. <laughs> but when you break these things down, Brother, you have to understand that that nine mind that you have, can become pregnant with your conscious thought that produces and gives birth to your actions. So what we do is we take our logic and we constantly feed our subconscious mind what we want it to be pregnant with. And whatever sticks from that one and that nine, that's what we give birth to. So the things that you think consistently every day is becoming your habits and your programming, right? But see, your, your subconscious mind ain't supposed to tell your conscious mind what to do. It's supposed to be your conscious mind that has the ability because consciousness is God. So consciousness is supposed to rule over the feminine aspect of self to produce the correct action. You're not going to build an Egyptian pyramid based on how you feel. No, you have to get over because that's a big goal. That's power and force. That's saying that, damn, I have a thought in my mind that I want to impregnate myself with. Then I want to go through the conscious, logical, rational, mathematical action of doing all the necessary work to get that done. But see, this is what happens in the procrastinator mind. I don't feel like doing it. 
See, the feeling is the feminine. So when you're overrisen by the feminine, you can't produce the conscious thought. So when a man is overly feminine, he becomes what? He becomes a procrastinator because you don't know how to control your emotions. So there's nothing wrong with emotions. Emotions are energy emotions. You don't want to be overly excited. Excitement leads away the mind. So anything is excited, there's a spike and there's not a balance. So your feminine emotions have to be balanced within you. And anytime they're not, they're supposed to be filtered through a conscious action so you can think like a what? Think like a mind. Think like a man. You understand me? So a woman has what? She is a womb mind. She has a womb. Her womb also has an intelligence that produces thought, that tells her what to do. Her gut feeling. She has her womb right next to that gut. So it tells her to do different things. That's not how a man rationalizes. Her womb gives her more options like Terrence Howard was talking about. Because that estrogen produces more option of thought. But that man is singular and focused. So when he gets a thought, he's supposed to say, let me do it. I think then I do. The woman takes the thought that you was thinking of and she said, let me look at the details surrounding it in order to get it done. This is how these two work together. So when you got that masculine energy aligned with that feminine, then that one guy taps into that feminine womb guy and then y'all can produce and give birth to anything. <laughs> Let me drink some water, brother. <laughs> Let me drink me some water. Yes, sir, man. Had to give y'all some of that good knowledge today, man. You know, I don't always get to tap in. Brothers obviously tap in. Yeah. Every day. Every day. You know. And uh, we want y'all to tap in so we can have a round table conversations like this, man. And you know, the more that we move around and have these conversations, I don't think the the, 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 the the politics or the name of your president came up one time in this whole discourse. It's not necessary, it's not needed, it's a distraction, it's just it's beneath us at this point. Right. We're going to lower our energy. And we want to have high vibrational conversations so any and everything that we put our thoughts on can manifest. And I'm going to leave y'all with this last part because I know people love astronomy. So I'm going to give y'all one in astronomy. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to give y'all one up in astronomy. But this, the Everything, you have the sun, right? The sun represents that one. That's why the sun represents masculine. The sun is what? It's spiraled by the nine planets. You understand me? So that sun is spiraled by the nine. Each one of those nine represents different positions and dimensions that have particular pull. You know what I'm talking about? And so you're supposed to have, yes, you have your conscious thought, but those nine planets are kind of like that subconscious mind. You know what I mean? That has pull on it. That has different positions that have different connections. Now, here we are. It's kind of like the conscious observer on Earth. And, you know what I mean? Where you have the sun, then you have these planets around it, and all of these things are pulling on us. You know what I'm talking about? And when things are not in line, then you don't understand that cosmic pull that the whole entire universe is having on you. So you have to be aligned with your thoughts because you have emotional pulls from all these different planets all around you. And planets break down planets to planes. All these different planes of dimension around you consistently is having pulled on your logical God right here. This is your God. 
So if you would look at our solar system, the earth would be God in our solar system. Because at least from what we know, the earth has that life on it. You know what I mean? That is that is that is controlling the rest of the universe. Because we know that the earth got the black man on it. It gotta be God. You know, talking about the earth is a plane, a living being itself. You have to understand that each plane, each planet is a living being. It grows life. It has water. These are just big bodies. We have our own physical bodies, but that's a body as well. You know what I mean? And these are bodies that came out of our minds. You know what I'm talking about? Because you have to understand, when you look at that sun, the Honorable Muhammad said, the reason we wear the, the universe is on our heads and in our lapels in the theology of time represents our rulership. He said nothing more. It represents our rulership. He said, you don't see the sun with will. You know what I mean? The sun can't will things into existence. That's the mind of the man that can do that. You know what I'm talking about? That's the womb mind that can do that. So you got to recognize your place in existence. Stop giving credence to other bodies that are bigger than your mind because the mind has no metrics. You cannot measure the mind to be small. So people say, oh, I look at the universe, make me feel so small. No, it don't. You know the inner universe and you, how vast it is? The interdimension of your thought, how vast your thinking is? You can't show me how big the mind is because it's infinite. And as long as there's light being brought to the mind, it's continuously expanding like the universe is. The only place where there's limitation is where there's darkness. When they talk about the universe expanding, that just means that light is reaching places it has never happened to reach before. So the way you expand your mind is you give light to it. Knowledge is light. So that's how you enlighten yourself and expand your mind. Well, I think I gave these people a little bit too much, man. I'm done. I'm retired. It is. 
it's, it's, it's connected to human existence, human DNA, human behavior, human value. It's one of the most valuable things on Earth. So, and in our solar system, right now they're talking about mining um, meteorites for gold. This is something that, like, I want y'all to think about this for a second. And we can leave off on this. We think about our small and minute plans in our lives, right? And the things that we want to get done. We just, you know, most people trying to retire, get them a 401k, get them at least $10,000 in a bank. And they feel all right being able to travel with a partner that they can chill with. They're not thinking about data breaches, AI technology, you know, uh, uh, different things. But there's a segment of society right now. That consider themselves to be intelligent and they're financing trips to go onto asteroids so that they can mine the minerals on those asteroids and utilize them so that they can be crazily rich. Now, what they found out that is, is that if they actually go to these asteroids, because some of these asteroids are valued at like $400 trillion because they have so much gold, diamonds, and things of that nature. Now, on Earth, we have a finite amount. It's only so much gold on our planet. But once you bring those resources here, it takes the value of them to zero dollars. So them doing that actually wouldn't make any sense. So what they found out is they want to use it to put it on places like Moon and the Mars so that these elements will already be there and they have more value on other planets. See, white man is such a capitalist that he's trying to figure out how he can put resources in other places and then capitalize off them resources but also giving them the ability to build with the resources being there because it's too expensive to ship water, too expensive to ship oil and other resources back and forth from one plane to another. Now, it's crazy. Now, we be, like I said, peace to the queen. We be thinking of regular, small, minute plans. You know what I mean? How to start me a website. They over there putting their money into different planets. You know what I'm talking about? And trying to mine minerals. So all I'm saying is that we, like my brother said, we got to think much bigger. You know what I mean? Like, and those people that's a part of it, this is what you got to understand. Everybody does, it's one person that finances it, one person that has this engineering gift, one person that has this coding gift, one person that understands mining, one person that's understand aerospace technology dynamics, one person that understands this, that, and the third. Everybody come together to make up the family that gets it done. So when we think about getting things done, the reason you could think of a big idea is only because you have to have unity. You know what I'm talking about? Because these parts have to come together. Without those parts, you can't think of a big goal because you can't do it by yourself. So we don't think of big ideas because we're divided and we know that it can't be done with just our bodies. We need the whole organization so things can come together and it can form what we need. You know what I'm talking about? So we got to think of forming more organizations and then the ideas that we come up become bigger as far as long as we have the team to get it done. We are in the age of AI. It's going to be much harder for people to control themselves when there are systems that have more information on you than you. 
You understand me? There's going to be computers. Well, sometimes we go back and we look at our analytics, or not our analytics, but we look at memories from years ago, and we like, damn, I've already been thinking this. I forgot I used to think like that. I forgot I used to write like this. I forgot I used to be in detail. We forget things about ourselves, but the computer doesn't. They're constantly capturing that data, so they know more about you because in their memory space, they're creating an algorithm to control you. So we enter what? AI, A is one, I is nine. You know what I'm talking about? So when you put those two together, you got that 19. We live in, we in the age of 19 right now. It doesn't stop, Blue Pill. It don't stop. <laughs> we are in the decade, the age of AI and one nine because the artificial man has to do what once he loses his power? He has to create an artificial entity that can be a god that substitute his power. You know what I'm talking about? So that's what he does. He has to produce an AI because he is an AI. You know what I'm talking about? He is an artificial intelligence. He's like a man, not a man. See, we the original mind, the original gods. He was grafted from us. Now he's creating something that's grafted from him to rule over us. So this is that singularity event that people think is going to destroy the world. But see, they don't understand it's not going to destroy the planet. It's going to destroy the current world that exists in a way that we know. So you have to understand language. World and planet are two different things, people. You want the world to be, uh, and let me utilize my language, you want the world to be recreated in the sense that it's reformed and it's redeemed back to its original essence. You know what I'm talking about? So the mindset that rules over this current planet creates the world. The dominant thinking creates the world. That's what the world is created by because that produces the perception that we live in, which produces our thoughts to create the carbon and atom that we physically feel and touch around us. So once a black man's mind and righteous thought starts to rule over our minds, then it produces another world that comes out of it. So we got to all get in sync, get back in line, but you got to be optimum in your performance within this planet and everything is trying to kill you and it's creating all these inflammatory responses. So we created an anti-inflammatory response. You know what I mean? This has compounds in the brain. You know what I'm talking about? This has uh, a compounds that electrify the body. That's anti-inflammatory. This going to give you more focus, going to make you smarter. It's been known to scientifically boost intelligence while taking it. You know what I'm talking about? So it's like, of course, I have something that I'm teaching you about, but at the same time, everything is just connected that we can't know about it if we don't do nothing about it. I just want I want my people to be like I want them to be the most focused to where we deep critical thinkers to where we can't be 
we can't be drifted by these shallow tactics that they're really not even upgrading that much. They just constantly using the same things over and over. See, 1964 during the Watch Riot was one of the biggest organized crowd uh, research. Yeah, I mean, they researched the characteristics of the crowd, the biasness of the crowd. They were studying black people to understand how the crowd can be moved and can be manipulated. So when they want to induce that crowd mind, they know how to shift us because they know what the trigger is. They know how we're going to move. Now, this was during 1964 when they didn't have the technology to get certain data points that they do now. Now, they don't have to do that. We're relinquishing our data every single day. TikTok right now. The government, none of the government institutions allow TikTok to be utilized. The the U.S. Army banned it. The Navy has banned it. The SEALs, all of them has banned it because it's China-based, and China has some uh, spy software on there that data breached over 50 million people or some, some crazy number. We don't care about that as black people and brown people until it's 10, 20 years later, and we're entirely under someone else's system, and the people who have the data controls the entire world. You know what I'm talking about? Of course, we don't have time to think like this because if you keep a person stressed and anxiety and in constantly in fear mode, then they don't have time to think outside that box of parameters that you've set their world up in. And their brain is constantly degraded and their cognitive functions are low. So that's why we try to get people to a point where, no, I can't constantly stir up fear mongering. Sister Zazali talks about you know, fear-based consciousness. And I understand that. And we constantly absorbing conscious junk food. So you see a lot of these brothers today and these sisters today, they're becoming more effective by their utilization of productive knowledge to give you. To be like, you know what, yes, I can teach you about this. And like as we went a little deep on a few subjects, we don't always go into it because it's like, bro, you can't pay your bills. I can teach you about the, you know, super chiasmatic flow of a light that goes into your brain and gets into your circadian rhythm and yeah, I mean all of that stuff, but it's like, yes. You took it, but that become conscious junk food if it didn't fill you up with what's necessary for you to produce a better life. If you can't digest it, like, I can give you all of the metaphysical music about Iran that will spin your head back. Man. If you can't utilize that, you know, I'm potentially wasting your time and my time. You know what I mean? Right. But if I can speak about an opportunity, you know, if I can just remind you to stay focused, because what I'm going to tell you is going to require level of focus and if you don't have that time set aside to really deep dive and get into the research then I'm, I'm, I'm just spending you yeah. at the end of the day. And, and here's the thing as, as anything that can be automized will be automized this is what people have to understand about AI and, and like if you ever want to go deeper with me you can just get you a consultation and you know uh, eventually I'm building that I need to go into that but uh, anything that can be automized will be automized so Anything that's of a human, of course, can't be duplicated, and it starts to increase in value. Creativity is a human factor that can't be duplicated, can't be automized. So when we talk about, I talk about technical thinking, you know, versus abstract, and how to uh, create in your creative capacity and how to increase it so that you can innovate and be more productive constantly in every task that you take. For one, this is how, um, like, if you look at blockchain, the reason blockchain hasn't caught on because a person hasn't created a mass utility for it, a mass adoption for it. That's not going to re the same people that's creating blockchain are not going to be the person that creates a mass adoption for it. It's going to be creative thinkers that do it. They're going to be like, oh, how come we don't utilize it for this? Once it's capped on for this, then all of a sudden it has mass adoption for the masses. 
This is the same way jobs are going to be created for your children. They're going to be looking at technology in different fields and different ways to open up different problems. And they're going to say, well, let's utilize it like this. And they're going to be creating their own jobs. 70 to 90 percent of the jobs that's going to exist in the next decade or two are not even created. So what you want to do is you want to build up your child mind to be more creative so that they have the capacity to be their own bosses in the future while things are vastly changing around them. And that's why they got to be critical thinkers. When they wait, wait, they in the back of the car, you driving them to work, and you got that propaganda news on, you know, they should be able to listen to it in the future and be like, I got an idea. Right. You know exactly. Like this, yeah. They're the type of babies we need to be raising. Exactly. You know what I mean? When you throw something to them, they can pull it in, and then whatever they spit back out to you, be anecdotal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Then their bodies are are less rusty, right? So if we born with 0.02% of gold within our body, it electrifies your nerve endings and it helps with anti-inflammatory properties. But this is a body that's healthy. This is a body that's not over-chemicalized. You know what I mean? It's not constantly having inflammatory responses. It's not built up a lifetime of junk food and rut in the intestines and things of that nature to where that mineral can electrify your body. Right, it's properly hydrated and things of that nature. So, of course, that 0.02% may just be enough for a body. That's why your energy is crazy, your immune system is amazing, your brain is functioning, you're super creative. But as time we eat and we attack our bodies with the food that we put into it, you're going to have to increase that the same way if you know uh, if the machinery gets bigger or you have a rusty car and you're trying to charge it up. Some cars that's new, if you if your battery went out and somebody give you a jump, you might just need a quick spark and oh, I'm done, I'm ready to go. But if you got that old car, that car gonna have to sit on there for a second. Mm, mm, like, hold on, brother, wait, just give me a couple more. I mean, I might need a little more charge. You know, this is a '98 right here. You're talking, I put a little miles on it. You're know, talking about like just just listen, just hold it for a second. I know you gotta go somewhere. That's what that gold is doing for you. It's giving you that charge because. Your body can't just absorb it like normal would if your body was new and optimally performing. So we just charging your body up so your brain can work and then it, therefore your mind can perform. tapping out and if you want to send this to anybody it will be on the podcast so you can take the audio 
and you can listen to it on all streaming platforms. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Make sure you go to goldwater.com. Follow at Goldwater Research Lions Mane if you want to know more about it and how it can actually help with your brain power, increase memory, focus, learning, um, and also get that gold water and give it to a friend or two. Appreciate you. Peace. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.